Morning City Church. This is Julie Davis, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. In today's reading from the Daily Office Lectionary, we come across King David's powerful prayer of repentance from Psalm 51. The context behind this psalm can be found in 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12. It's not part of today's reading plan, but I encourage you to read it at some point if you haven't before. As you do, notice what a different person David appears to be from who he is in Psalm 51. The David from 2 Samuel 11 is a slave to his impulses. He allows himself to lust after a married woman named Bathsheba, impregnates her, tries pinning the pregnancy on her husband Uriah, And then when that doesn't work, he escalates his cover-up attempt to the point of arranging for Uriah to die in battle. The David from Psalm 51 openly acknowledges the severity of his sin. No concealing, no excuse-making. And then, because he trusts in God's love and recognizes his need for the healing effect of grace, he unflinchingly asks the Lord for mercy. It's the formula of the gospel wrapped up in one prayer, from sin and confession to forgiveness and restoration. So what changed for David to make this shift from sin and hiding to confession and reliance upon God? Well, according to 2 Samuel 12, 1, the Lord sent Nathan to David. In the midst of this mess of a story, Nathan the prophet approaches David in what I'm sure was an incredibly hard and risky conversation. He delivers a message of rebuke and punishment from the Lord, and in that moment, David's heart melts in sorrow over his sin. Looking at our psalm, I'd like to suggest this morning that courageous conversations like the one initiated by Nathan or to put it in a broader category, the call to discipleship, serves as both a mirror and a means of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. Here's what I mean by that. Discipleship is a mirror of the Holy Spirit's role as one who reveals truth for the purpose of healing. In Psalm 51 verse 6, David describes the Lord's desire for us to see what's going on inside our own hearts. It says, Behold, you delight in truth and the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. The indwelling spirit is like having Joanna Gaines move in with you and go from room to room, knocking down walls and replacing them with the beauty that your house was always meant to have. In the same way that Nathan's conversation with David served as the catalyst for repentance, Our conversations with fellow believers can mirror the same internal renovation work that the Lord desires and is already accomplishing through the Spirit. Discipleship is also a means of healing, bringing His people out of sin into the freedom and joy of forgiveness. Psalm 51 verses 7 through 8, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. When we're willing to enter into another person's story and gently peel back the layers of shame that we're all hiding beneath, 
we get to administer the renewing work of Jesus. Because his body was broken on the cross, we get to experience the clean slate of forgiveness, and we get to go through that process together as a community. If you're familiar with the Barnabas Center, a counseling and training ministry here in Richmond, they have a great name for these types of powerful interactions. They call them redemptive conversations. Redemptive conversations are discussions that get to the heart of what's happening inside a person. They're the type of exchanges that bring the truth into light, often revealing both the dignified and the depraved parts of us at the root of our actions, thoughts, and feelings with the ultimate aim of reframing those parts in light of the gospel. And you know what's really amazing? The Spirit actually presides with us in those communal moments and works through us to accomplish that work of convicting and healing, renovating and beautifying our hearts as we dwell with one another. What an honor it is that we get to participate in that sacred work. I hope that as we think about Psalm 51, we'll look for opportunities for redemptive conversations and that we will bear that same vision for change that Nathan saw for David. No matter how dark or overwhelming the load, may the healing power of the Spirit make us all the more eager to keep entering in, to ask that next question or send that text or offer that hug so that our drawing near might usher in the mercy of the one who sees and redeems all things. Thanks for your time this morning. Until Monday, stay well and do good.